Welcome to 10 Minute Bible Talks, where we connect the Bible to your life in the time it takes to get to work. I'm Patrick Miller. When I became a Christian at age 19, I thought I understood the nature of Christianity pretty well. Humans were all sinners, but Jesus came to forgive our sins and show us a better way to live. And now I, as a Christian, needed to pay him back by living a moral, upright life. And so I tried really, really hard. I read my Bible every day. I never cussed. I prayed. I led high schoolers to Jesus through Young Life. I served. Yet, no matter how hard I tried, I also failed. I lusted. I gossiped. I lied. And each sin would hit me like a wrecking ball. It felt like I needed to start over again and rebuild my account with Jesus to show him how thankful I was for the gift of his salvation. So I did. I got on the hamster wheel again. And then I'd sin. And then the shame would crash over me. And on and on and on the cycle went. At least until a very wise mentor realized what I was doing. And he told me with gentleness that I didn't fully understand salvation. He asked me, where did you get the idea that you're called to pay Jesus back? I told him I wasn't sure. He asked me, how much do you have to pay Jesus back to pay him back for his life? And I told him I hadn't thought about that, but it sounded impossible. And then he asked me whether I believe that God's love for me was contingent on my performance. I told him, well, yeah, I, I guess I do think he loves me based on the way I perform. And then he told me some marvelous good news. God did not save you because of your works. His love was never contingent on your good works, not past, present, or future. Your obedience should never be an effort to pay him back, but instead, they should be a simple overflow of your love and passion for him. That wise mentor, he was right. He was saying to me exactly what the Apostle Paul told his disciple, Titus, at the end of his short letter. Titus chapter 3, verse 3. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Let's pause here. Why did Jesus save us? Not because of our righteous deeds. No, not at all. We were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by all kinds of pleasures. Our righteous deeds, they were like dirty rags made filthy by our wayward hearts. Now, Paul is really clear here. Jesus saved us because of his own mercy. Are you on the hamster wheel of shame, trying to pay Jesus back or trying to earn your heavenly father's favor? It's time to step off. You already have it. Jesus took what you deserved for your past, present, and future sins on the cross, and he gave you his righteousness instead. When you stand before the father, you are robed in Jesus's good deeds, not your own. And so you can stand with confidence, not because you're on the hamster wheel, but because Jesus has already covered you with his forgiveness and mercy and given you his righteousness. But if that's the case, why do we seek to obey God? Well, it's not because we're paying him back. It's because we love him and we trust him. Just as a child, you know, listens to her parent because she trusts that the parent knows what's best and wants what's best for her. We must do likewise. Paul continues in verse five. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, 
And I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Because of Jesus's mercy and love for you, you can devote yourself to doing what's good, not to earn his favor, not to pay him back, not to pay off your debt. No, he's already paid your debt. Don't worry. You're already robed in his righteousness. Don't worry. No, to the contrary, you can devote yourself to doing good because his spirit has already washed you and renewed you because his spirit empowers your obedience by grace and simply because you love him and you cherish him. Get off the hamster wheel of works. Instead, rest and rejoice in the mercy, grace, and righteousness of Christ. 10-Minute Bible Talks is a crowdfunded project. If this podcast is helping you grow in your faith and you want more people to experience what you're experiencing, would you consider joining our team by giving? Even a monthly gift of $10 can make a big difference. All gifts are tax deductible. Just click the link in the show notes and join our team.